Hi, and welcome to Mouse Chat. I'm Lisa, and joining me, I've got Chris, Lauren, Sharpie, and Steve. Hey, Lisa. Hey. Hello. Hello. Howdy, Lisa. Howdy. Hiya. Hiya. You guys all did it on cue. That's awesome. We try. We appreciate it. We aim to please. Well, it's it's noted and recognized. You know what's sad? All it took was one mention of the word pina colada, and now I'm singing that song in my head. (laughs) And you're wishing you had one for each hand. I do. I want to set sail with Captain Morgan. Sorry. I I just know that song. (laughs) All right. So on today's show, we're going to bring you some Disney news. Yay. There's some good stuff out there. Not a whole lot, just some. Okay, Sharpie, you're going to start off the show, and you've got some news for us. So Disney has released the uh, Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party Dates, uh, which is pretty exciting. If you've never been to uh, Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party, uh, it is a special ticketed event uh, that happens nights throughout the month of September and October leading up to Halloween. Uh, there's been a lot in the news over the last, uh, I'm going to say four to five months, uh, since around the holiday period, uh, since around the Christmas holiday period, when they changed some security rules, uh, specifically regarding, uh, wearing, um, costumes in the park uh, and who is allowed to wear costumes, who is not allowed to wear costumes. Uh, And they have very specifically highlighted uh, the costume guidelines uh, for the Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party this year. There had been a lot of speculation as to what these rules would do because prior there really weren't that many guidelines. There were some, uh, but there weren't many guidelines. Now there are quite a few guidelines in place. Uh, there are specific general guidelines. Uh, there are guidelines for guests ages 13 and under. Uh, there are guidelines for guests ages 14 and older. Uh, so, so kind of an interesting delineation there. Uh, and a really interesting one is Disney reserves the right to deny admission to or remove any person wearing attire that is considered inappropriate or attire that could detract from the experience of other guests. Chris, are you hearing this? Does this mean I can't wear my trashy Alice in Wonderland costume this year? Because I think that means that that needs to go down the rabbit hole. Oh, yep. no. I'll, I'll have to save it for when I go trick-or-treating with the kids. What are some of the 14 and up guidelines? So 14 and older, very interesting question. Layered costumes uh, or costume props that surround the entire body are strongly discouraged. If you are very familiar at all with legalese, uh, being banned and being strongly discouraged are two totally different things. Uh, But when you go back to reading the general rules that Disney reserves the right to deny admission or they have the right to remove anyone, uh, their strong discouraging uh, could result in your ejection from the park or having to buy something to cover it up or having to buy, um, yeah, having to buy something to cover it up. I don't know what what else you would buy after you get in the park, but anyway, Mm. so, but yeah, the, and you, w- with this uh, type of costume or prop that surrounds the entire body, you could be subject to additional security screening. Uh, also, costumes yeah, may not. Yeah, baby. There oh. you go. <laughs> costumes may not reach or drag on the ground. 
for example, a full length princess dress. So you may not wear a dress with a train. Uh, it Chris, must be are you hearing off, Chris? It I'm must be off right the now. ground. Uh, capes may be worn. And I have to say, Edna Mode would be livid. <laughs> no capes. No capes. No capes whatsoever. <laughs> capes may be worn if the length does not go below the waist. I have, would suggest That's following Edna's cape. rule of no capes. Mm. We all Shark, know what happens to superheroes that wear capes. What if you're going as Dracula? They may not go below the waist. A short cape is just like very, I don't know. It doesn't work. Hmm. It's very uh, Snow White-ish, I would say. Yeah. Well, this is very disappointing. I think they, they, you know, there's, I always worried that all those costumes would would get stuck in some gear or something on one of these rides because they're like flying around. Yeah. Yeah, and it's I think that's big... more of where this is going rather than than security. I think it's more going towards safety. Yeah. Um, themed T-shirts, blouses, sweatshirts, and hats are acceptable. Uh, so if you are wearing a themed T-shirt, a blouse, or a sweatshirt, or a themed hat, you have nothing to worry about, unless that hat covers the entire body, which we know we've all been to the Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party, and those hats do exist. They're they're kind of crazy. Uh, acceptable accessories include transparent wings, uh, plastic lightsabers. Cannot bring real lightsabers into the parks, folks. Oh. Sorry about that. Uh, toy swords are acceptable accessories, and tutus. Uh, headwear may be worn as long as it does not cover the face. Uh, and finally, this one has been uh, kind of enforced. I've heard some some listeners ha- have told me that that this has been enforced. I've heard listeners that say this has not been enforced. I had uh, one listener tell me that that their daughter had uh, got into the park with a mask on, but was then repeatedly told by two or three cast members, uh, and, and the child is, is, is far younger than 14, uh, that masks were not allowed once they got inside the park. So masks may not, uh, may not wear masks of any kind if you are ages 14 and older. For guests ages 13 and under, costumes and some masks may be worn as long as the mask does not cover the entire face and eyes are visible. So, well, yeah, okay, I, I just have a question. Mm-hmm. We yeah. all know that this, this was, you know, the no costume rule came out because of security reasons. So why are there no security concerns at the Halloween party? That's a great question. That is a terrific I just question. Have a little bit of an issue with the inconsistency there. So there's still no costumes anytime, but I mean, it's kind of hard to have a Halloween party and tell everybody, come on to the Halloween party and go no, trick or treating. It's not. They do but, it universal. But nobody can wear a costume. Well, this because yeah, but nobody universal goes. they scare the crap out of you. It's universal different. is 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 aged like for college kids kids and up. So they yeah, they can't I'm not really seeing the. I I don't know. I mean. I just, I don't really think it would interfere with, you know, how people's enjoyment or anything. Uh, so a very quick rundown. Uh, the dates are September 2nd, 8th, 11th, 13th, 16th, 18th, 20th, 23rd, 25th, 29th, and 30th. Uh, so it's very important to remind guests uh, that if you will be 
at Walt Disney World during Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party to be sure to watch park closing times uh, because the especially at the, at the Magic Kingdom you can be very limited by Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party if you're not attending Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party uh, and then October Wait, once again let me piggyback on that real quick okay um, careful with your dining reservations as well because if you make a reservation for uh, eight o'clock, seven thirty, um, depending on when the park is closing, probably at seven, you are not going to get into your reservation unless you have that extra party ticket. Uh, so once again, kind of a quick laundry list of October, second, fourth, sixth, seventh, tenth, eleventh, thirteenth, fourteenth, sixteenth, eighteenth, twentieth, twenty first, twenty third, twenty fifth, twenty seventh, twenty eighth. 30th and 31st. Uh, and it's Im- very important to remember that the dates, the closer you get to Halloween, the more likely they are to sell out. So if you are planning uh, planning a trip during that time and you think you want to go to Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party, especially the closer you get to Halloween, be sure to buy your tickets in advance. Uh, and also a good reminder is that it is Mickey's not so scary Halloween party. Uh, unlike the, uh, Halloween event over at universal, it is, this is definitely family friendly and there are no major scares. Um, two things not to be missed, uh, at Mickey's not so scary Halloween party is Mickey's boo to you Halloween parade. Not to be missed, one of Disney's best parades. Yeah. Uh, and Happy Hallowishes, uh, the nighttime uh, fireworks spectacular that features the the Disney villains. It's really cool. It's one of the best fireworks shows that Disney has to offer. So it's definitely worth the price of admission. In addition to all the trick or treating, because that's fun too. Okay, great, Lauren. What do you have for us? Oh, lots of stuff. So. There are some rumors flying around that there's there's some issues going on with fast passes for me, Anna, and Elsa over in the Magic Kingdom hmm. for dates after May 27th. So what they're saying is that both Anna and Elsa and the Meet Cinderella and Rapunzel meet and greets in Magic Kingdom are not offering fast pass plus options after May 27th. The rumor is that Disney may be targeting these dates as the move-over date for Anna and Elsa at Epcot's new Royal Summer House. Um, I'm not sure if that's the case or not. I, I know that that is the rumor. It does make sense if it's not being offered. That that could be why. Although, last time we were there, which was February, not that long ago, the end of February, to me, that meet-and-greet area did not look like it was ready to open anytime soon. Uh, so I don't know who knows, but hopefully that's the case and it is moving it because Epcot does need some some help right now. Um, the rumor also is, is that once that happens, is that Fairytale Hall will continue to offer meetups with Cinderella, Rapunzel, perhaps Snow White and Aurora. So we'll see what happens there. The other thing that's supposed to be happening with the May 27th um, Fast Passes is that Mission Space is supposedly moving back to Tier 2 status which everybody's kind of wondering what's going on with that. It sounds like they may be reopening Soaring early with the old film and then switching it over to the new Soaring Over the World when Shanghai Disney opens in mid-June, which I'm really hoping is the case because that means that when I go the first week of August, I'll get to see the new one. Yeah. Which is awesome. Yeah, I think the rumor is June 16th for Shanghai. Well, that's the, the open date for Shanghai. So 17th was the rumor for... 
Because uh, so they're going to show it there the first, world. right? Yeah, so they'll, then they'll open it at Disneyland and Disney World, the Soarin' Over the World, uh, which should be really nice. And they'll have the third screen over at Walt Disney World, which hopefully will put a dent in that long queue. Well, yeah, because now you're going to have all the waits for the Frozen ride and the meet and greet. That's so, true. Yes. You know, Soaring should be like a walk in the park after that. <laughs> Oh, nice. yeah, we'll wait 90 minutes for soaring. That's nothing compared to the 300-minute wait for the yeah. Norway ride. <laughs> well, May 27th, that gives them almost eight weeks. Right, but that's what's going on now, though. They're, you're seeing no fast passes at this point for those. Hmm. So that's what, what people are contemplating at this point. So we'll see what it. happens with it. It's interesting. It'd be nice if they get it open in two months, two more months. That could, could happen if they were aggressive, maybe. Okay, Chris, you're going to go next. Okay, so we all know how everyone likes to customize their magic bands, and that's true for everyone. And I would imagine if you're having a fairy tale wedding, that's even more important. So now you can get a special magic band for a bride and groom, or a groom and groom, or a bride and bride. We're not trying to pigeonhole anyone that says I do on one side and it says bride or groom on the other. How come it doesn't say I do and then I did? Oh, that would be funny, Steve. Ah, ha, ha. Because it's not, well, maybe if you're having a haunted mansion wedding, it would be funny and awesome. Chris, I think next time we go, we should get those. We really should. We're, well, right? we're not having a fairy tale wedding. You turned oh, me down on that. I did. So we're already planning on getting married in Jamaica, though. So that's, that's perfect. That's um, true. But in all, in all seriousness, they are in blue because, you know, something old, something new, something borrowed, and something blue. So. Honestly, covers all the bases. Yes. Very cool. So, yeah, it's cute. So, my quick news story is last time we talked and did the Disney news, there was uh, a word that the writer stop over at Disney Hollywood Studios was going to be closing. Uh, and that's kind of one of our favorite stores. It's got some of the Muppet stuff in it, some of the books in it. It's over there by, what is it, Mama Melrose and mm -hmm. Muppets. And yep. it also has the carrot cake cookie that everybody loves. Um, but there's rumors going around now that they might spare it. So it might still stay open. It's been saved. It could be, it could be saved with the star Wars expansion and the toy story. Um, and hopefully with some Muppet expansion, maybe. So yeah, there's some rumors going around that it might still be around. So that's good news. I like that store. It's one of my favorites. I could spend an hour in there. <laughs> All right. So I am up next and I'm going to be talking about some, Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party 2016 dates. So I'm going to run through the dates real fast, and then I'm going to tell you more about the Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. So it does start in early November, and we'll have the dates of November 7th and 8th, 10th and 11th, 13th and 15th, the 18th, and then 27th and 29th. Then we jump into December. We've got a few more dates. We've got the 1st and 2nd, the 4th, 6th, 8th, and 9th, 11th and 13th, 15th and 16th, the 18th and the 22nd. So those dates are all the scheduled Very Merry Christmas Party dates for this year. And they, they don't have the prices published just yet. And they'll probably be a few more dollars than they were last year. Last year, you were looking anywhere in mid-70s to 
low 80s um, for an adult ticket. And the kids were about $5 less than that. Uh, children under three are always free, which is great. But just like the not so scary Halloween party, this event is going to be a 7 p.m. through midnight event. However, if you get there at 4 p.m., they will let you in under your Mickey's Very Merry Christmas party ticket and go in, ride a few rides and have some fun. Let's see some of the things that are don't misses must do's. They've got uh, Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas Time Parade. That's always fun. So make sure you catch the, the parade. And they're also going to have the Holiday Wishes, which is a fantastic show. This is over Cinderella Castle. You can see it from all around the park. Fantastic show. Check it out. Uh, get there early. Earlier than you would for any other show uh, or parade, for that matter. It's going to be crowded. But I love the the snowfall that they have on Main Street. It just kind of makes it very magical. Yeah. I don't I don't care how fake it is or anything like that. It's you know, we we know it's fake, but it you go a couple times and eventually that becomes part of the mood. You can also get some free hot chocolate and cookies throughout the park. They have different locations and they have those clearly designated Okay, so that wraps up this week's news. Chris, you have a swag winner for us, don't you? Yes. Okay, so yesterday I put a contest out on the Mouse Chat page. I asked a question about where a bowl of guacamole could be found. And it was cava de tequila. I can't say it. Um, uh, But it's a little um, tequila bar in Mexico, which is adorable. And Jamie Lee Harb won the quiz. So Jamie, just send us your information to comments at mousechat.net and we'll send you some swag. So all they had to do was find some guacamole and they went hmm. swag. That's now, it. I, I said, where did this guacamole come from? And like there were maybe 15 comments and only two people got it right. Unfortunately, someone... the second comment came in six minutes after the first one. Uh, was so. the answer an avocado? <laughs> Very smart. No, it was not. But that may have, you know, impressed me enough that they would have won. Uh, so. All right. That is going to wrap up this week's show. I'd like to thank Pixie Vacations for sponsoring the podcast. If you enjoy listening to our shows, you can go to mousechat.net and also find those at iTunes. If you have comments or questions for us, please head over to mousechat.net and you can leave your comments there. Thanks so much for listening and please join us again next time on Mouse Chat.